You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Ramley? And welcome to another episode of Locked On Rams, your daily podcast covering your Los Angeles Rams, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're also available over on YouTube. So do us a huge favor, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, hit that like button, and let us know what is your reaction to the Rams signing Carson Wentz. My name is Doug McCain. My friends call me DMAC. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. I've been covering LA sports for over a decade, SI, Dodgers Nation, 24 Four seven sports now locked on Rams, and of course I'm always joined by the Rams pre half and post game show host of the Rams flagship radio station ESPN seven ten LA. He's in his eighth season covering your Los Angeles Rams, the People's Champ, Mister Travis Rogers. You can follow him on X at Travis Rogers. And on today's show, we are talking all things Carson Wentz, the quarterback position for your Los Angeles Rams. But first, a reminder that this episode of Locked On Rams is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now, Travis, we had a little bit of a surprising signing. The Rams have brought in Carson Wentz. Now it just feels like this Rams team won't give up on the 2016 draft. They right. now rostered four players. You got Floyd, you got Ramsey, you got Goff. Now you got Carson Wentz. A very interesting sign. We're gonna break it all down, Travis. Yeah, who are we missing in the top five? I know that we've got like four of the top six or something like that. It's uh they, they, they must have really liked that draft that they only had one high pick. They, they took them, uh, you know, seven years to get Carson Wentz on their roster. I, you know, I, I, I guess I, I, there, there are a lot of ways to look at this through a, a positive lens. There, I think, is one very specific way to look at this through a negative lens, which would mean that Matthew Stafford maybe is, is more hurt than maybe anybody's letting on and maybe missed some more time. But look, if I'm putting the most positive spin on this possible, I think what it is, is that the Rams still have a chance, a mathematical chance of making the playoffs. They knew that with Brett Rippon, it was a, a zero chance. And with Carson Wentz, maybe they have, you know, a, a Hail Mary's chance of getting this done. That, that Brett Rippon made it very obvious that he is not of NFL caliber. Carson Wentz is, at times, you know, we've seen him play pretty good football. He's an MVP candidate, not ancient history. It was a while ago. But, you know, you owe it to every other guy on that team to put your best foot forward, and their best foot forward did not include Brett Rippon. So I understand why they did it, if that's, in fact, why they did it. Yeah, that was really my first big takeaway, is that this shows this is an organization that's not too stubborn to make a change, not too yeah. stubborn to make a signing when they realize that they were wrong. Because I think the initial reaction out there had to have been, well, better late than never. Because had they had made this signing after Stetson Bennett went down, we actually talked about Carson Wentz back in the summertime as a possibility to give him another opportunity with the team. Because as you mentioned, he does have talent. He does have yeah. physical tools. There's no doubt about that. Only issue with him, mistakes at times. 
Sometimes there's some questions about his locker room presence yeah. and some issues with teammates and that sort of thing. But the first big takeaway is he's an incredibly massive upgrade to Brett Rippon. Brett Rippon gave them zero chance to win. If Carson Wentz ever gets an opportunity, that chance has absolutely gone up. I mean, Pete Wentz gives this team a better chance to win at quarterback than freaking Brett Rippon, right? So I still like it. I think it's a good move. And I do think it's a very interesting conversation about where they're headed with this position. I, I, I do too. And, and I wonder if they haven't I, I learned their lesson is probably too strong of a phrase, but look last year, the, the, the parallels between this year and last year are just spooky, quite frankly, because this is exactly what happened last year. Matthew Stafford went down. Oh, we'll give it to John Wolford. Well, that wasn't good enough. Oh, well, maybe Bryce Perkins can find some of the little spark that he had the preseason. That was a blanket disaster. And then they basically said, all right, go get Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield, <clears throat> better or worse, is an NFL quarterback. He was the first pick in the draft. And just those first couple of throws against the Raiders on Thursday night, you're like, oh, that's what an NFL quarterback looks like. You'd almost forgotten. It's almost exactly what has happened here. Matthew Stafford goes down. They have a very suspect backup quarterback on their roster in Brett Rippon who comes in and you're like, this just won't work. And I think that if, in fact, you do see uh, Wentz uh, in week 11, we could talk about that coming up in just a little bit, I think you're going to see a drastic improvement. Look, as bad as the Rams were last year, they were 2-3 and three with Baker Mayfield. Just being better at that position, even with a roster last year, no Cup, no Donald, no nothing, really. They won two out of five games. That, that's, I mean, that's about what they're doing right now with Matthew Stafford. So uh, bringing him in, just a, a, a floor of NFL competency just went way up with Wentz rather than Rippon. Yeah, and you talk about the Baker Mayfield situation, how he was able to revive his career, then he put himself in a position to sign a deal with the Buccaneers and become a starting quarterback once again. I think that is going to be a little more difficult for Carson Wentz if Matthew Stafford's able to play. And it sounds like they still have a lot of confidence that Stafford's going to start after the bye. This is more of a insurance policy to give them a better chance to win in the event they have to go to a backup quarterback. And look, like we said a couple minutes ago, better late than ever. This is something that can absolutely improve your roster, helps you on the margins. I think it is a message to your fan base, is a message to your team that you are not going to go down lightly. You're going to go down swinging. And as long as you're mathematically in this thing, you're going to go out there and try to win football games. Now, very talented quarterback. We're going to talk about in the next segment, what does this mean as far as his future? I think it's very interesting to see that you bring in a Carson Wentz, right? Someone that if everything goes right, is he a Tannehill, right? Is he a Kirk Cousins? Is he one of these late bloomer type quarterbacks? Because there's no denying that the physical tools are there. The talent is there. Mobility, arm strength. It's just the mistakes. He's been injury prone four teams in four years. When he gets a start, if he ever does, he'll be the sixth starter for the Rams. And if you look at his numbers last couple of years, they're very comparable and even better than Matthew Stafford's. Look, I, I don't think this is a matter of talent with him. I, I think the fact that you, you just said, you know, four teams in four years, this is not Carson Wentz can't throw. This is not Carson Wentz can't run. This is not that he doesn't have the, the raw athletic ability to play in this league. His teammates hate his guts. Right. Like, and, and that's quarterbacking is two things. You got to be able to make the throws. You got to be able to make the decisions, but you also got to be able to lead a group of guys that need to believe in what it is that you're about and what it is that you're doing. I don't know if he has that or not. It seems just from what you heard coming out of Philadelphia, not good from what you heard coming out of Indianapolis, 
not great. What you heard coming out of D.C., not great. So, you know, we'll see. Maybe, you know, the light bulb goes off. I, I think the, the Cousins comparison is interesting because Cousins was is was a late bloomer, but no one ever thought, okay, just get this guy out of the room, man. I can't stand the side of this guy's face. And it does feel like there's a little bit of that with Wentz going on. No, I agree with you, Travis. You're going to have to prove that you're not this locker room cancer that you right. made out to be because usually – your reputation, it persists for a reason in the National Football League. And he's known as a guy that will find a couple of friends here and there, but then the locker room won't totally support him. You saw Kirk Cousins. He didn't play. His entire teammates they love him. freaking T-shirts. They love Kirk Cousins, right? So I definitely think that hopefully he's learned his lessons. Hopefully that it's been a humbling experience. The fact that he hasn't received any calls this year, hasn't been on a team earlier. A lot of Jets fans might have wanted him on the Jets after Aaron Rodgers went down. So it's going to be very interesting to see if he can get an opportunity and if he makes the most of it. I do think that probably John Gruden probably was somewhat of a factor because I don't know if you know this, but he worked out with John Gruden long a lot this summertime. He was mentoring him, trying to get him back on track. Of course, we know the connections with Sean McVay and John Gruden. So maybe John Gruden put in a good word with him and contacted McVay. Hopefully didn't email McVay that information, but still that was probably a factor in all this. Uh, sure. Uh, I, I hear, let me just, let me just hypothetically, just, just off the top of my head. You're known as a bad guy. You go get the guy that's also known as a bad guy to rehab you. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. I, I mean, I I don't know. Wouldn't you? If you're a bad guy, theoretically, hypothetically, don't you go get a good guy to come and say, "Look, this guy's not as bad of a guy as you think he is." Not another guy who's suing the league. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I think this just all speaks, D-Mac, to where the Rams are. They had to try something. The dresser win was not the answer. That uh, Brett Rippon was not the answer. I, I don't mean to be so pessimistic about all of this, but that the Jets didn't do it, I think, says something to you. I mean, they, they, they made the decision. You know what? We're good with Zach Wilson. <laughs> nope, not interested. That means something. And, they, and they're, by the way, four and four. They're very much in it. And they still decided, nah, we're good with that. So we'll see what it looks like. I think the number one thing I keep coming back to is you had to give the other guys in that locker room your best shot. And that did not include Brett Rippon. It might include Carson Wentz. There's no doubt there's a massive upgrade to Brett Rippon. This was the right move, whether it was the right guy, only time will tell. No one can say that right now. And we'll talk about the future of the quarterback position. Is this more of a long-term play. Is this a stopgap move? That's coming up next here on Locked on Rams. So if you're like me and you're like DMAC, you like to go to games, right? You like to go see it with your own eyes. You like to experience the ballpark or the stadium or the arena, but buying tickets can be very stressful, right? That you know, are you going to get them? Am I going to get them? Where are you going to get them from? How much are they going to cost? Where are the seats going to be? You don't have to worry about that anymore. Put the Game Time app on your phone. You don't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event, whether it's a sporting event, whether it's a concert, a comedy show, a theater event, no matter what it is, with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from the seat, and the best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying your tickets. I think I like it's all in, right? You know, when you go on some of these places, you're like, oh, that looks like a good price. Then when you go to check out, it's all added in there, not with the game time app. All in prices. The prices you see is what you pay. 
right? You get to see where it is that you're going to sit. All of these things right there in the game time app. It is the only way to find your last minute tickets. Take all of the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Here's how you do it. Download the game time app, create an account, use the code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create that game time account, redeem the code locked on NFL. That's L O C K E D NFL for $20 off. Put that game time app on your phone. And we are off running here on Locked On Rams. Think of making Locked On Rams your first listen every single weekday, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And a special shout out to our everyday listeners out there. We appreciate you watching every episode, listening to every episode. And if you're not, you can join that Everyday Listeners Club too. Membership is 100% free, and you won't miss a thing about your Los Angeles Rams. Now, Travis, here in our second, we're going to pick up the conversation on Carson Wentz, throw in a little update, because that was really the first reaction is what does this mean for Matthew Stafford? Does this yeah. mean that he's going to be out longer? Does it mean they're shutting him down for the season? Are they optimistic? They just want a quality backup. Well, Ian Rappaport, he gave an update on the NFL Network today saying he signed yesterday with the Los Angeles Rams to back up Matthew Stafford. This is not an indication that Stafford's injury is worse than they thought. Sean McVay said he does believe it sounds like that Stafford will be back next week. Just need a better backup. So Brett Rippon was waived and Carson Wentz was signed. So that's definitely a positive indication that we're probably going to see Stafford back. I'm going to go by what they do, not by what they say. They signed Carson Wentz, right? They 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 told us that Matthew Stafford might play. He did not. They're telling us that he's not going to go on the IR. Okay. They've got two weeks to get him up to speed. That and, and by up to speed and him, I mean both of these guys, right? You have Matthew Stafford's injury. You got two more weeks for that thing to heal. That's good news. In the event that it doesn't heal, you've got Carson Wentz in the building for a couple of weeks, learning your offense, learning his players, learning everything that he needs to know about at least having a, a rudimentary understanding of what it is that Sean McVay wants to do on offense. I, I can't. My my first reaction when I found out yesterday, DMAC, that they had signed Carson Wentz was a little bit of, uh-oh, that does not bode well for Matthew Stafford's thumb. Because if they really thought Matthew Stafford was ready to go and wasn't going to have any setbacks with that particular injury, at least, I don't know if you make such a drastic move at this point in the season. I think you maybe kind of cross your fingers and hope that he doesn't go down again. And if he does, like we've said, this may have been the plan all along. It may still be the plan. They may they may just think to themselves that no matter what's going on back there, if it's not Stafford, we're kind of in the same spot. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I really do think that this at least made my antennas go up about whether or not Matthew Stafford's going to be able to play in the short term in Week 11 against Seattle or beyond that. Because if they really are already, I'm rambling a little bit here. But here's the thing. They've never put value in the backup quarterback position until they knew that they had a problem and they knew Matthew Stafford wasn't coming back. That's what they did with Mayfield last year. This feels a lot like that. I'm not saying he's not coming back, but it does concern me that they made such a significant move at this point in the season. Yeah, the way I see it is you have Stafford back. He know he wants to play. Stafford wants to go out there and compete. He wants to play. And then... If they lose that game, those playoff chances are down to zero. Then you find the excuse, the thumb, the hip. You mentioned something. Because this is a guy who dealt with a spinal cord contusion last cool. season, right? A serious injury. But I think that having a quality backup quarterback, that's going to allow you to run your offense, right? It's going to allow you to develop Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell. You can't have a Brett Rippon out there. It's going to set you back more. Look, there's no guarantee. Look at Bryce young this year. There's no guarantee yeah. those top picks are going to work out. The development of these young players is very important as far as 
just getting them the reps, getting them what they need, also the culture of the franchise. I do yes. think it's pretty interesting as far as can they get them up to speed as quickly as possible because with the bye week, with the CBA rules, in accordance with that, players must have a minimum of four consecutive days off. So they are a little bit limited as far as how quickly they can get him to speed, but it does feel like Matthew Stafford is on the mend. Now, as far as Carson Wentz, big picture, we talked about this a little bit in the first segment. You got Sean McVay. He's someone that can develop talent. We've seen that. Matthew Stafford is someone who is getting towards the end of his career. Wentz is still in his early 30s. Is this something where, is there any chance that he's the quarterback of the future for the Rams? I personally think it's very small. He's got the talent. He's got the skills. But at the end of the day, you are kind of are what you are. If the, look. I, everybody makes a mistake. Everybody thinks that, you know, this may work out and it doesn't. And I get that. That's part of being a an executive. That's part about being a coach. That's fine. If this is anything other than get us to the finish line of the 2023 season, this is an unforgivable error. If if this if this is a, hey, maybe we found our guy, he's not the guy of the future. The three different teams have said, get him out of here. This is a short-term fix because, look, the Rams are old at that position. They're still very good at that position with Matthew Stafford, but they're old. They don't need to get slightly less old and less talented. When it's time to change that position, it needs to be with a young, dynamic, different type of quarterback, not with an old recycled one like Carson Wentz. If this is a get us through the next eight weeks of the season, fine, no problem. If it's anything more than that, I think it's a huge mistake. Yeah, and interceptions have always been an issue. Judgment, mistakes at times. Last year, he played eight games, threw 11 touchdowns, nine picks, completed 62.3% of his passes. In 2017, when he finished third in the MVP voting, Eagles won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. He was a different player. So it's not just mistakes. It's not just his lack of development and he hasn't realized his potential yet. It's the fact that he's also injury prone. That's something you have to factor in as well. He's someone who likes to get out there. He's mobile. And occasionally you'll see him hurt his ankles at times. Of course, he tore his ACL. So that's definitely something I factor in as well. Personally, I don't think this is some long-term solution. I do think that maybe he could be a stopgap potentially if you want to head into this draft and pick up a left tackle, pick up a cornerback, pick up a Marvin Harrison Jr., and maybe draft a quarterback later in the second round. Some names that you threw out we're going to talk about in another episode, yeah. right? And you pick up one of those guys and you allow them to develop. While you have a Carson Wentz and you're truly entering a rebuild, I still believe, though, they think they can win with Matthew Stafford. And I still think there's a chance that that happens next season. So I don't believe that as well. I, I think you brought up an interesting point, D-Mac, that I, and I'm excited to see it because we've really never gotten, and, may, and maybe Carson Wentz isn't the answer to this either. Was, there was a little bit of Mayfield there that I thought was was interesting. I want to see what Sean McVay's offense looks like when you have a quarterback that can move, when, when you have a quarterback that can make a play off schedule occasionally, when we can move the pocket, where you can have a little bit of a threat of the quarterback making something happen because the two best versions of the Rams we've seen were with Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. They might be the last two, you know, classic pocket guys in the whole league, you know, where they, they sit back there, they make decisions, they deliver the football on target on time. We haven't really seen it with a guy that can move around a little, like, like I mentioned a little bit with Mayfield Wentz, like you said, He's an athlete. Like he, he was a really good player in this league, an MVP candidate. He can run. He's not what he was when he was in his twenties, clearly, but 
I, I, I am intrigued by the idea of a quarterback that is a more athletic version of that position than what we've seen traditionally with the Rams. Yeah, and he's had success in this league. I mean, 22,129 yards, 151 TDs, 66 picks. He's 30, a pass rate of 89.3. So it's not like he hasn't had success. He's played a lot in the NFL, but kind of going back to what you're saying about the mobility of the quarterback, you're seeing that evolve day and night. And just a little bit of mobility would potentially take Sean McVay to a different era, right? It does feel like some of the play calling has been more stale. It feels like they've been more predictable. It does feel like Sean McVay is ready to take the next step as far as trying different strategies on offense. I still think the best version of a quarterback is someone who has a can of an arm and can pick you apart with 30 yard pickups and big chunk yards down the field. And I think Matthew Stafford's arm is special enough to make up for any type of any type of mobility deficiencies he does have. But yeah, I think big picture, that's something that they're going to have to target and consider when they select their next quarterback. But coming up in our final segment, we're going to continue to talk about this signing, our reaction and the future for Matthew Stafford here on the Rams. That's coming up next here on Locked on Rams. So you're watching the game, you get a little hungry and you realize, "Uh uh-oh, I forgot to put the order in. I forgot to make sure that the fridge was stocked. I forgot to make sure that everybody had something to eat. This is where DoorDash comes in and hooks you up, right? Go get that DoorDash app on your phone. And then when the game goes to halftime or before or when you forgot, you can order your groceries on DoorDash or you can order off the chain restaurants on DoorDash or you can do what I like to do, which is a little bit more customized, a little bit more local. There's a wing place in my neighborhood, Santora's, that I love to order my wings and fries from. DoorDash can hook you up with your local spots as well. So when you're ready, it's halftime. The game goes to timeout. It goes to overtime. It's the two-minute warning. Whenever the game stops, pick up your phone and order with DoorDash. Pizza, wings, sodas, burgers, even just some donuts. Maybe you're watching that early Europe game, right? And this is how you can do it. 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D, the number 23, LOCKED23, to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app. And don't forget to enter that code LOCKED23. Go get something to eat. Subject to change, terms apply. And welcome back to Locked On Rams. Thank you for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single weekday. Free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, Travis, here in our third segment, we're going to continue to break down the Rams signing Carson Wentz and what this means for the Rams. If you ask me if this is something, nothing, or everything, I definitely think it's something because you're yeah. getting insurance for Matthew Stafford injury. You're able to run your offense. You're trying to do everything you can to win games. I don't think this is everything. I see people running with this as some big picture move. I don't think it's anything near that. This just feels like they decide to get the Apple care, right? They're like, all right, we'll get the Apple care. We'll get the insurance, right? We don't want to do it, but I think it's really more what it is than anything else. Yeah, I, I like that. If the choices are everything, something or nothing, I think it's something trending towards nothing. I, I, I think that's probably what it is because the future of the quarterback position with the Rams is not on the team right now. The present is that's Matthew Stafford. And you're hoping your finger that he gets healthy, that he gets healthy and he comes back ready to go. The future is in college. Maybe the future is still a high school player. He's still away. Maybe you got a few more years uh, of Matthew Stafford that, that he's going to be better for longer than maybe some people might anticipate. 
This is a get you to the end of the line. This is your car breaks down on your way to Phoenix in Blythe and you rent something <laughs> just to get to the rest of the way in Phoenix because you got to get there to see grandma for Thanksgiving. This is not you're buying a new car in Blythe. This is, I just need to get there, man. And I'll pick up my old car on the way back while you work on it. That's what this is. This is not a solution to the problem. This is a, I'm going to wait until I have to fix the problem for real, whether it's a year from now, two years from now, or whatever. The Carson Wentz, th this will be eight games with him on this team, and he will be gone. I'm 99% certain of that. Exactly. Just an opportunity for him to try to revive his career, get back in the NFL, doing John Gruden and a solid, probably a little bit there and Carson Wentz and the whole situation. I do think it's also interesting how this applies to Stetson Bennett. Will that fourth round pick go down as a wasted pick? Yes. Because since he's been placed on the non-football related injury list, there have been three man space launches since then. And we haven't seen a Stetson Bennett and it doesn't feel like we're going to see him at all. And you want him to get better. You want to get healthy on whatever he's dealing with, but it feels like that ship is still. We cannot rely on Stetson Bennett for the future of the backup quarterback position. If Carson Wentz wants to stay in LA, who knows? Maybe they can work That's something it. out. Yeah, look, look, the the Bennett thing was a huge miss. It was weird in the moment, and it got worse from there. And other than that first preseason game, we we're like, okay, that looked pretty good. And he did have a little bit of, you know, swagger or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then it was worse. I mean, I'll go back to this because I still can't believe I saw it with my own two eyes. He got benched in a preseason game. They, they hooked him off the field in a preseason game and said, oh, hell, we're not doing that. No, we, we're, no, done. Sit down. Doug, we never saw him again. Like, so I, I, I think that tells you all you need to know about his future with that team. Like I said a minute ago, the future of the Rams is not on the roster. I don't think the backup of the Rams is on the roster. I think that this is let's get to the end of the line with these guys. And the Stetson, th this is going to be the answer to a trivia question not too long from now. What was the name of the quarterback the Rams took in four game, uh, uh, in the fourth round that never even suited up for a regular season game? That, that will be an answer to a trivia question before too long. Tell hoping that's the case. We don't see Wentz. It'll be a good thing. I mean, Stafford's healthy. Yeah. We'll say, you know, I know you like to talk about injury. I like, I know you like to talk about uniform numbers. Yeah. Brett Rippon, 11. He's gone. I think that Carson Wentz should just wear 16, like Jared Goff did, oh. right? And we're talking about that draft, and there was all the debate. Should you go Wentz? Should you go Goff? Might well just make it super ironic and go with 16. What do you think, though? He'll go with 11, probably. I, I like 16. 11 is probably the most likely. Look, if we're just going to get weird with it, be like 47 or something. Just get, just go, just throw it out there and get super different with it. Um, I, I hope we never have to see him play, right? I hope Matthew Stafford's thumb is healthy. I hope he comes back. I hope he makes me eat my words that the season is over. I hope that he just dices guys up. But I keep coming back to. The idea that the Rams are dead if Carson, or excuse me, if Matthew Stafford isn't around is true. They were three and five with Matthew Stafford. They didn't beat a good team other than Seattle with Matthew Stafford. So the goal of the season is still very much in play, both the lofty goal of the playoffs and the more realistic plan of let's just let this play out and see where we land.
Absolutely. Let's get Matthew Stafford back. Go six and two. Sure. Carson Wentz can win his Super Bowl while not playing. And he looks sad in his locker <laughs> like he did when they won back when Nick Foles was the quarterback, right? Yeah. So let's have that happen again. He's going to get his Super Bowl again. So, yeah, we'll talk about more of the quarterback position. But Carson Wentz is a Los Angeles Rams. They have upgraded that position. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Rams. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on X and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. As always, you can follow Mr. Travis Rogers, the people's on X at Travis Rogers. And until next time, whose house is locked on Rams house.